Remember, guys, check out Rock Cinema every Friday for the Interloop blog. Open mic if you want to perform or if you just want to watch some comedy. Shane is there every Friday night doing the open mic. And then um, on the last Friday of the month, it's the showcase. So whoever wins the, uh, you can win the open mic and you end up in the showcase. So um, check it out. All the info is at the Interloop blog um, on Facebook and on Instagram. Get the info there. Rock Cinema in the Southwest. And I think it starts around 8, 830. So show up there. Get some drinks. Get some food. Enjoy some comedy. And uh, if you want to just try comedy, perform some comedy in front of a famous person like Shane Allen. We got that. And then um, we're part of the Rochester Fringe Festival. Rochester Conspiracies Podcast will be doing that on Thursday, September 14th. And then a second show on Wednesday, September 20th at the Muck, which is 142 Atlantic Ave. Um, get your tickets at rochesterfringe.com or check out the Interloop blogs, you know, Facebook and stuff, and you can get your tickets there. So we'll be performing at both of those. Mark Shane on the Interloop Hey, everybody. Mark Myra and Shane Allen here. Shane, hello. Welcome. Hi, Mark Myra. I hope you kind of don't know this because you didn't show up, but um, had a birthday recently. Shane. Happy belated. Yeah. Did you, did you get a, I don't know, did you get an invite to any of the festivities? Uh, did Lily reach out to you? Um, she did. Okay. All right. Um, well, yeah, I'm a very busy man. <laughs> it was on a Saturday. I work on Saturdays. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would have gone. You guys went to a uh, Red Wings game, didn't you? No. God, Shane. No. We went to Parma Park. Oh, okay. And we did a home run derby. Oh, this, this is the day of play. The day of play. Yeah, we did a little bit of tennis. And then we went to my house and we had a bonfire. My um, brother gave me some trash he found on the side of the road, which was a giant Red Bull can, but that's a cooler to okay. put your Red Bull in. Yep. So that's just garbage that's in my yard now. Yeah. Which is which is nice. Um, yeah, this sounds like a West Side birthday party. <laughs> um, it sounds like twenty dollars was spent total. This and there was a fire. So yeah, Westside. I, I have something very important uh, to ask you. We're going to get to that in a second. I just want to remind people, I um, your birthday, when, when when was your birthday? Is it far from now? I don't even know when your birthday is. It's coming up November. November? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're close to Lily's birthday, my wife Lily's birthday. But obviously, you probably do something like a shindig, you know, a get-together. A little, I'm a, a little too old for that, no, Mark. Shut the hell up. You do something. I'm a little too old for a birthday <laughs> shut party. Up, you stupid bitch. You definitely do. You go. You don't go to your parents' house. No. Well, my mine's different though, because mine's always like either on Thanksgiving or like the day before or after. Okay. So it's always just celebrated on Thanksgiving. Um. Does your wife Elena? Does she treat you? I don't know nice on your birthday does she treat you nicely does she put a little bit of effort to be nice to you uh yeah well all right i wouldn't say it's like like crazy amounts but yeah she'll i mean maybe i'll get a couple more minutes of sleep oh nice yeah look at that it's nice i um well well well, I'll, i'll just give a general rule if it's lily's birthday Probably the day before her birthday, the day after her birthday, and on her birthday, there's really nothing she can do where I'll give her crap about it. Okay. Like, I'm not going to be mad at Lily on her birthday, even if I am mad at her for something, right? Sure. Lily, on my 36th birthday, August 5th, 2023, mad at me on my birthday. Uh-oh. Like, I, the night before, I slept on the couch, Shane. I woke up on my birthday on the couch, Shane. Sure. On the couch, okay? And then for about eight hours of the morning forward and eight hours of the day going into the day, she was still mad at me. She was mad at me the entire day. On my birthday! Mm. On my birthday. Mm. Is that not insane? That's like crazy person crap. I guess, but you're also, you're 36? 36, yeah. Birthdays are meaningless, man. No, yeah, birthdays are meaningless. I don't care. Like, she doesn't have to buy me crap. But you can't be mad. Like, mad. It's like being she mad at me on did. Father's Day. She can be mad at you on Insane. every day. She's a crazy Christmas, person. she can be mad at you. I'm on Mm-mm. I'm on her side. It's a day. <laughs> it's a day. I, I get where you're coming from on that. But also, she can't put in a slight amount of effort to pretend like she likes me a little bit. 
like be slightly nice to me in any way. If, and especially what she was mad at me about was, um, I know this is like super sexist to say, but I think it was, you know, you know what I mean? What? You know what I mean? No. The moon. The moon comes out once a month. Uh, like, the moon comes out once, <laughs> once a, month. a month. You never see it. Wow. <laughs> it just comes out once. I guess I have, I have not been paying attention to the sky. <laughs> you see it once a month. I yeah. Don't. We all know that. It was a blood moon is what I'm trying to say. Got it. Like that was on the on the cusp of a blood moon at the Myra household. Okay. Um. So that was happening and we were at like the drive-in and we were trying to leave. We we're trying to, they usually do two movies and we were trying to leave and she, I think she was getting anxious about like she wanted to get out of there before the second movie started so we don't disrupt other people that are watching the second movie. And I was in the back buckling my son in and she's like, will you hurry up? And I looked at her and paused and was like, hurry up, uh, what? Like just being an ass, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that got me sent to the couch Ooh. and it got me a mean birthday for eight hours, Shane. Mean birthday. Two things. Yeah. Okay. So lots of leeway then. If it's the moon times, right? Oh, put it on me. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm giving listening. her a lot of leeway. I don't because I don't know what that experience is like. It seems miserable. Mm-hmm. Okay, but also, is the couch a punishment? The couch is pretty sweet. It's a new couch. It's not a bad punishment. It's a good couch. You know what I mean? Like giving a timeout to a kid nowadays is not the same as when we had timeouts, right? You Absolutely give a kid not. a timeout now, right? They they sit up in their room with an iPad and they're playing Fortnite or whatever. It's, yeah. it's honestly a blasty blast. Yeah. As a husband, is the couch really that bad? Couches are pretty comfortable. There's a TV there. You know, you can play with the volume. You can watch whatever you want. Maybe you pull out your phone. You're looking at some weird stuff from the internet. <laughs> and is it that bad? No, like I said, the couch. The couch is pretty sweet. It's a brand new couch. Ashley Furniture. Thank es- you very much. Especially if the bed has somebody that's dealing with the moon. With you the know what I mean? <laughs> it seems like the couch is honestly... It's a safer bet. It's kind of a nice thing that she did for you. So we got to get to um, <laughs> from the Gates Motel. This is a um, motel that was being used in Gates for emergency housing. Okay. I'm not 100% sure if it was... I know there's like immigrants being homed right now. But I think that's mostly downtown. I think this might have been homeless people and people that are dealing with uh, like poverty and have children and stuff. They'll put them in the Gates Motel. Well, Shane, they were kicked out of the Gates Motel because the Gates Motel, um, hold on to your socks and bottle rockets, uh, did not pass the standards of, <laughs> of, living? of living at the Gates Motel. Um, there was simple stuff like, you know, trash in the hallways blocked entrances, things like that, um, oh, like fire uh, fire alarms not working correctly, right? Oh, yeah, that seems important. Um, things like that. But uh, there was also some, some dirty bird stuff. We're talking about uh, cockroaches. We're talking about mice. We're talking about rats. There was one that said that there was meat and food left out behind the dumpster, and they found scavengers picking at it. Like animals? No idea. Okay. Scavengers picking at it. They found um, a human, <laughs> a human-sized hole in some of the drywall. Like <laughs> human got put through the drywall. They're housing a lot of Kyles. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> just like angry dude. They saw like you know a preseason football game and just took it out. <laughs> They see a lot of monster energy cans. Um, so that was some of the problem. But, um, and, and they got rid of, you know, they, got, they had to move the people out of there. The lady that owns the place, I mean, she's saying she didn't get the correct amount of direction as to how to clean up the situation. <laughs> what, what direction do you need? I would say don't leave a sandwich out. Eyesight? Like what? I mean, here's here's the thing. Don't they check this stuff out before housing people? Or were they were like just like hoping that they would yeah. fix things with people are like living there already? Yeah, I don't know what the desperate need is. Like obviously, look, I want people to have places to live. I don't know if sticking them in a in a ho- in a motel 6 is, you know, 
the best choice. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not like a smart person, but it's it can't have loose meat around, you know. I mean, I think yeah, because they're they're describing it as like emergency housing, where if there's like no other shelter, then they'll stick them in a motel or hotel or something like that. I know that there's there's families from like New York City, the refugees or immigrants or something like that. They're getting right. They're here too, and there's like mental health patients, like something like that, going on too. There's a lot of this going on. Do we really not have... Our tourism is so bad that this is what our motels and hotels are now? Our just, housing situation in Rochester is so bad. We don't even have shelters for just housing people. We're just shoving them in Motel 6s with cockroaches and scavengers. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, it's the Motel 6 and Gates um, that this is going on. I, I always think of this, too, like, Shane, if you're going to go on a trip... And you pay, let's say, let's say you're going to uh, like New York City and you pay $700 a night in Times Square for a hotel, like a Hyatt or something. You're going, I, I want $700 worth of worth of hotel room. You know, I want something that's at least nice, you know. Mm-hmm. But me, when I go somewhere and I have to go into a motel or a Motel 6, I give, I give them a pass. You know, like I've definitely been in motels where I'm like, Door don't lock. I'm getting a rash. There's a couple of loose pubes on the toilet. But I spent 80 bucks on this thing. You, you know, like, that's how much I spend when I feed my family pizza. Yeah. So I, I give it a pass. You know, I give it a pass. So just think of how bad this Motel 6 had to be for it to not get a pass. Yeah, 100%. No, I have a similar strategy with you where my whole idea with where you're staying on vacation is... You pay the least amount as you can, get the crappiest place you can, because it's going to force you to stay out of the hotel room. Oh, okay. You're I like, like, I don't want to go there, and I like, I'll go there and I'll sleep there, and then I want to leave and go and explore the area. If it's too nice, you're spending too much time in the hotel. If that continental breakfast is more than just like you know the plastic sleeve with the rotten cereal in it, yeah, then you're just hanging out in a hotel the whole time. Shane, you got to come over to my house and talk to my mean wife, Lily, okay? Because we're going to Hershey, PA. We're going to Hershey Park, right? Because we want to go, I don't know, eat chocolate and go on roller coasters. Yeah. Great combination. Yep. Everybody says, eat a ton of chocolate before going on 17 roller coasters mm-hmm. with children. Um, and when, when I showed to her, she, she said, hey, let's get a hotel room. What I showed to her were hotels that were a quarter of a mile away from Hershey Park. That checks a box. It's yeah. very, very near it. And that were like like hotels, not motels, that were like 140, 150 bucks a night. Okay, cool. And she says, no, we have to get the 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 chocolate chocolatier hotel inside the freaking park. And it's four hundred and eighty dollars for one room. But mm. her reasoning, kind of like what you're saying, her reasoning is they got a great pool and they got like a splash park inside. And it's like, no, I want something where a rat's going to bite my kid. Yeah. I want something where I'm getting out of this. We want to go to Hershey Park. We don't want to sit in the freaking ho- hotel chocolate butt or whatever it's called mm-hmm. and playing in the Splash Park. Splash Parks are free. Every town has one. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, so the way, and here's, when you're describing this Motel 6, right, and the conditions, honestly, if they're, plan is to transition these people into living in Rochester it might this might be the best taste of Rochester for them oh I see because there's people that are listening to this that live in the city of Rochester and they're renting an apartment yeah and they're like yeah wait is that not you're not supposed to live with cockroaches and you wait you're not supposed to fight scavengers for a meal oh oh okay like honestly people are hearing like was it quiet? Mm-hmm. You know, was the were there Kias still in the parking lot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. This sounds like a vacation. We came here fresh from a golf tournament at Blue Heron Hills. Yep. Okay, Blue Heron Hills. Shane and I did a little golfing for. I want to say a charity, but we could also say possibly a front. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because this was like a hundred dollars a head to play, and then they do like the silent auction and whatever. And um, but you know, a lot of people are like they'll do charities for you know or play golf for like kids that are, like blind kids or something, right? Mm-hmm. 
we're play we played to raise money for hockey <laughs> is that what it is yeah I, I i don't know much about it nice so and i don't want to disparage it I, I don't really know at all what we supported we just wanted to play golf yeah. and this happened to be a good day to do it but uh yeah i think they're called the uh, links from the rinks or something like that or that might have just been what the tournament was called we have no idea what we did today yeah we could we have gave, been raising money gave, for isis <laughs> we gave hundreds of dollars <laughs> to this and we don't know what we supported so um yeah we got to do that last time shane and i went golfing we um we went to oh god what's that i can't even think of it not village gate with the genesee valley yeah, <laughs> Genesee Valley, which is like a public course, which is for poor people. It was awful. Uh, all the the courses very close to gather, and we were getting shelled like we were in Nam by just the awful golfers there. Not that you and I are good, but we we generally know how to not kill people. Like we go, hey, there's a human in front of us. I'm not going to hit the ball as hard as I can. Yeah, I wouldn't say we know all the rules of golf. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, we go out of our way to not kill somebody. Yes, yes. Which is not something that people share on the public golf courses here. But I, I'm going to say I appreciate something you did. You gave me a little tough love last time, Shane, because you made fun of how I was dressed, which was in a jeans and t-shirt. And because you did that, people went out and they um, they bought me golf attire for my birthday. Well, then I'll just keep on ripping on you. Yeah, it does. That maybe this will help. Mark played all 18 holes of golf today in what could only be described as Walmart shoes. Hey, we're going on the shoes now? Yeah, let's get you some golf shoes, bud. I, how much are those? Like 30 bucks? You were bucks? like slipping around, man. Oh, shut up. I was fine. Your I, ankles were melting. <laughs> These are my running shoes. Not from Walmart. When you would like hit the ball, it was like you just got crossed over by Steph Curry. Is like, it, your ankles were bending. I've never used the golf shoes. Does it help? Yeah. It helps? Because you're slipping around. Shane's going to do this one. Shane, this one's not that old, but it was one that I feel like I feel like we should have never been celebrating, if that's fair to say, mm-hmm. you know? So the the teddy bear that just went viral yeah. in Rochester, if you didn't hear about it, there was a woman that found a teddy bear on the side of the road uh, in Greece, Westridge Road, quite a busy road. Yeah. She took the time to go and she's like, hey, what was that? And she, it was a teddy bear. And then she just started posting a bunch of pictures of it online. Like, hey, found your teddy bear. And it was like, you know, cutesy photos of, hey, here's a teddy bear with a, another teddy bear that I own. Yeah. Here's a teddy bear in the back seat of my car. Here's a teddy bear holding up today's newspaper. <laughs> here's a teddy bear on a milk carton. It, here's a teddy bear. Like, she gave it a bath. Like, really, really made it a whole thing. Yeah. Searching for the owner of this teddy bear. And as far as I know, never found the owner. Right. Yeah. There was like a, an update on the story. And the update was owner never found of this stupid teddy bear. Yeah. My my problem with this thing was not only I mean, it was it was just like Rochester News to pick up something stupid like this and to really run with it, you know? Just like some cutesy thing. There's like people, I don't know. There's every day somebody's getting shot and we're like, what about what about this story though you know um it was just think of it as it's so it's a piece of cloth now think of it if it wasn't in the shape of a teddy bear you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like let's say that was just a dirty rag that you found on the ground yeah you'd probably i don't know keep it on the freaking ground sure not post it all over social media found a dirty rag anybody lose a shabby got a shabby here but because it's got a teddy bear's face, everybody's like excited to find whoever lost this teddy bear. Yeah. So here's the thing. We're both parents. I understand. Maybe you thought that this was like the teddy bear, right? That this kid really yeah. it needed to find this the owner because right, right. this kid's probably just oh, besides it. himself. Hasn't slept. I need my teddy. But hey, while you're there picking up that uh, garbage... Why don't you pick up some more garbage? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. hey, here's this used needle I found here. This is Rochester, you know. Here's a here is a bottle of Hennessy I found. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, here's the Hennessy sitting poolside. You know what I mean? 
The most valuable thing I've ever found on the side of the road was back in the day when before internet times when I was like 11 years old. Sure. Pornography. Oh yeah. That was the big thing. Like if you that was gold. Yeah. You're sharing that with friends. You're passing it around for ages, mm-hmm. you know? That's scripture. I saw the the most recent update I saw of the story with the teddy bear. I don't know maybe you saw this as well that it's now becoming a book. Get the hell out of here. Is this for real? Yeah. They're now turning mm-hmm. this story of this teddy bear they found on the road the garbage. Yeah. into a book, which we all know doesn't have a happy ending. So yeah. is this like the first children's book where it's going to end really sad? And sometimes kids deserve to be abandoned. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> it, it is your fault. Kids. Yeah. <laughs> Some, you know, this teddy bear, what also, did it do? Uh, Shane and I, we're both parents of, of young children. I don't. I, I can't stress to you guys enough how purposeful the things we do are. So if this teddy bear was ejected from a vehicle, yeah, you you got a ninety eight percent chance that that crap was on purpose. That's oh. not an accident. Oh yeah, it was definitely puked on. Yeah, puked, peed, pooped. Sure. Yeah. Suckled. It's gross. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, guys, don't don't pick up trash yeah it's an i don't we shouldn't have to say this guys I don't don't do this this is actually a revisit of um what happened a year or two back um there was like a juneteenth party oh at the, yeah the nicosia's house wow yeah talk about a banger of a party they had a juneteenth party they're white and i have white with an extra h on it right sure um they're a bunch of dentists and they um they, they threw a racist Juneteenth party. They had a stripper there pretending to be Rachel Barnhart. They had pictures of like kind of pr- like prominent Democrats or liberal people like Will Cleveland of the Democrat and Chronicle. And they were like making fun of them and stuff, um, which, look, it's bad. That's bad. I'm not going to excuse racist Juneteenth party that the Nicosias are having. Mm-hmm. Not, 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 I'm not doing that at all. Um, but then like the fire chief, the Rochester fire chief or something came to the party it was like a day party and um, also brought somebody that's who works for the fire department who happened to be a black person and brought them there and was like, oh, this is cool. Mm-hmm. Brought them and now um, that guy is uh, suing suing the Rochester Fire Department. The Nicosias were like chased out of town and whatever. But now they are suing, I believe the city of Rochester for like being defamed or something, or, you know, because the people think that they're bad now for, for the Juneteenth party. So now they're, they're suing. There's a lawsuit that the Nicosias have. So, and I don't know much about the law or defamation, not a lawyer, I, I, you know, but yeah. didn't all the city did was just kind of release the complaints of the fire department and the and the firemen in in question. Yeah, like it's not like you know Mayor Malik Evans came out and was like talking about how they had Kentucky Fried Chicken at a Juneteenth party, even though I mean that is apparently true. Yeah, this is what they're saying. Uh, Nick is he is now suing. Okay, not not the city. I'm sorry, suing Rachel Barnhart and Nate McMurray, the attorney representing the firefighter involved. He claims the pair defamed him, calling it a hate crime hoax against him. Nicosia and his wife previously defended the party, calling the backlash cancel culture. His wife also apologized for having a racist Twitter account. Yeah. That was the best. Yeah, the press conference that they had was just jarring. Uh, you, it want, was, you want to hear a little bit of oh, it? Oh, you got it? Yeah. Let's revisit. Let, to defend not. myself of false claims of racism. And so began Mary Nicosia's defense of her party that she says she threw for 10 friends while her husband Nicholas played host. Last week, Rochester firefighter Jared Jones said he saw Juneteenth flags and cups at the party along with KFC chicken and Hennessy. Today, the Nicosias confirmed some of that but put up photos of the decor arguing that all of it was playful, political, or random and did not constitute a theme. I'm aware of the perception of KFC. Was it the, was that the reason it was in my home? No. It's an easy meal. The only thing I hate more than... <laughs> Dude, the, the hoops that they tried to jump through for this press conference, man, it is, it is wild. It's an easy meal. <laughs> I guess I missed that originally. They said it was for 10 people. Well, yeah, come on. They hired a Rachel Barnhart impersonator for 10 people? 
That's wild. They got a lot of money to burn. Dude. They had cutouts of Will Cleveland and the Police Accountability Board for 10 people? Yeah, they, they spent more money on 10 people in a racist Juneteenth party mm-hmm. than I do on my kids' Christmas gifts. Yeah. Like, all three of them combined. Like, how much do you think How much do you think that stripper costs to pretend she's Rachel Barnhart? It's got to be 500 bucks. I kind of want to. Like, I, I respect Rachel Barnhart, but I do want to see a stripper of representation of her. <laughs> and if it's if it's true that it was just 10 people, the KFC thing kind of makes sense. Well, yeah. That's one bucket. That, yeah, that's $50. You're knocking that you out did, pretty cheap because you burned all that money on the deal. Rachel Barnhart stripper. So then, you got to reallocate funds. What did the guy say? He said something like, the more the, the one thing I hate more than racism is false claims of racism. It's like, wait, you, and, uh, you can't hate that more. Yeah, no. <laughs> it is worse if you think about it for a second. All yeah. Right. So again, yeah, she had the uh, the wife had the you know fake burner account where she was just tweeting out racist crap, yes. but saying that you know she wasn't racist, just her <laughs> secret identity's racist. I don't know. Amazing stuff. Well, I I was thinking I would have never thought of these people again. I mean, they had the worst press conference I've ever seen. They they they've obviously did something bad. But I would never, never have thought of Dr. Nicholas Nicosia again. Like that name would have never crossed my mind. But now that they're counter suing or suing Rachel Barnhart, Rachel mm-hmm. Barnes, like yeah, you brought it up again now. You know, like bad move. That's, that seems like a really awkward court proceeding. Like it seems like Rachel Barnhart's lawyers gonna be like, "Did you guys happen to hire a stripper to represent my client?" Okay. Seems a little weird that you're upset. Yeah. You know? A little weird. Don't you think that she should be upset a little bit? I don't know. Shane, the, the Interloop blog, where, where can people find uh, find us there? Facebook? We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We do have a Twitter account if that still exists at the you know the time you're hearing this. It feels like at any moment that social media could just oh, X or be whatever. gone. Yeah, is it X? Tough to send a link from X. Tough to send a link and not feel like you're sending porn out. Nobody wants to go to X.com. Like, are you freaking stupid? Yeah, are check, you stupid? Check out what Elon said on X. What? Wait, what? Do you, yeah. Are you out of your mind? Why is he commenting on porn? That's so weird. It's Isn't that his kid's name? Oh, is that what it is? I don't know. Him and Grimes. Hmm. Yeah. So Elon Musk, Marky Zucks. They're going to fight, Shane. Is this really happening? It can't. It can't possibly happen. I don't think it's going to happen. Like, for real, no. It can't happen. I think it would be a bad fight. You know what I mean? Like, how is that? These are not two people that are truly trained in mixed martial arts or combat. Zuckerberg is. No, I know he does. Like, my kids do freaking, yeah, my kids do karate. They're blue belts in karate and they have nunchucks. I don't, the, they would also have the most boring fight. You know what I mean? I'm not saying it wouldn't be a boring fight, but I'm saying Zuckerberg's like legit. Yeah, I think Zuckerberg wins. Hands down. Without a doubt. But I don't think it's an interesting fight, that's all. No. Yeah. I, why would you ever pay to watch this? Um, Just watch the clips on either one of these guys' social media account like yeah. everybody else does. Like um, my brother was at my house and he paid $80. Mm. He paid $80 to get the pay-per-view of Jake Paul fighting Nate Diaz. Why? Jake Paul. Is there nothing else going on in the world? I I was fine just sitting at my house and drinking, and he wanted that. And that see, and that would even be more exciting, just because the fact that they're younger than these two slobs from yeah. Silicon Valley, you know. Yes, like Jake Paul, who's a YouTube star, famous because his brother I don't know went into that suicide forest in Japan. Yeah, and Nate Diaz is famous for consistently and always saying the N word. I don't know why, like he's constantly saying it. He can't stop saying it. He's not a... He's, I, I don't think he's allowed to say it. Okay, he's not allowed. But he'll say it. Okay. Um, and seeing them fight, I mean, Nate Diaz is like a pretty much a retired MMA fighter. And uh, Jake, or was it Jake Paul? Yeah, Jake Paul is just a YouTube star that's gotten into boxing. And it was a boxing match. And even that was boring, which is just why I'm saying Marky Zucks versus Elon Musk is going to be a little boring. That's all. Yeah, they're they're Elon Musk is like secretly fat. Yeah, 
like he hides it well under the shirt, but I'm. I've seen the shirtless. Well, pics. yeah, you've seen the the pics of him on a yacht. Mm-hmm. Is that a man you think that's going to really fight? I don't no. think so. Absolutely not. Um, so I wanted to also bring up um a story, um or or the the fact that this was after my birthday. I got to bring my um my son Benjamin to a um to go get a haircut, Shane, mm-hmm. um and. I just wanted to see how much racism like we can allow in front of our kids. Like, I don't know how much racism you tend to allow in front of your kids. Usually zero. Yeah. I get nervous where I like, like just listening to music. My kids are like nine, eight, six right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't get too nervous when they're swearing. Lily swears a lot. You know, if they hear the F word, ultimately I don't think they're going to say it, but if they do say the F word, it's bad, but we'll live. I get nervous when it's like a rap song. Sure. And they and there's like the N-word in it. It's like an uncensored rap song. I'm just like, if you say that word, like if my son says that word, it's game over. Like, it's done. Like, my, we're done. As a family, we're done. Yeah. It's tough to sell a kid on the idea of like, listen, they're saying it a lot. Yeah. Like it's it, they're gonna it's a lot in this song. Yeah, it's most of the rhymes. Honestly, it rhymes well with things, and it's you know it's, it's great, great that they're using it. <laughs> and the, More power to them. That's great. Take ownership. But you one hundred percent cannot say it. Yeah, and you cannot explain to them like they're saying it a lot. I know. I know they're saying it a lot, and I know you want to maybe sing along. Yeah, but you definitely can't. You don't. Yeah, do not. And they're like, I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, it's, I don't understand this concept. It's a tough needle to thread. Like if I, if we, if they don't want people to say it, why do I? What? Can't I can't explain this to kids. No, well, I I took my son to like this Italian barber shop, and by I don't mean like an old Italian guy. It was like four guys in their thirties running this barber shop, and it was one of those places where you go and they like. I don't, they like they're fine with swearing and they like razzia a bit and like they're all friends and like oh, this is a community place or so, I don't know you get what I'm saying yeah it's like the movie barbershop but if they were just angry Italian guys that had um, let's go Brandon posters everywhere okay okay so I took my son there naturally and the guy that was cutting his hair came out of the bathroom and he, he's using swear words, but he's going, pooping and peeing, pooping and peeing. Every time I poop, I take a pee. He's like doing that over my son's head as he's like giving him a haircut. And then he starts um, talking about how he can't pee or whatever correctly or like when he goes pee, it, he still gets the experience. Like, I need to go pee, like that sensation. Mm-hmm. And somebody was like, oh, that's a that's a UTI. You got to get that checked. And he goes, <laughs> I ain't gay, which I didn't know. I don't know. I thought we could all get UTIs here, you know? No, it is the gayest element. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. It's up there. And then he was using the term colored people mm. in front of my son as he's like shaving his <laughs> head to every, like not directly to my They're son. They're in their 30s? Yeah, these are, these are old people. Okay. This, yeah. This is these are this these aren't people at the age where they're like still angry at the Irish for taking their jobs. You know what I mean? Hey, you really got to go out of your way to to say colored. Yeah. In two thousand twenty, like these guys grew up on Futurama. Mm-hmm. Like that's the age we're talking about here. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, I uh, were they? I mean, like, and I don't know this yeah. place. Are they trying to sell you on like? Is this like a step back in time? Like here, this yeah. is a barbershop, you know, the, the whole, it's not like Lady Jane's, right? Where they're like, we're sexy. Yeah. You know, cause that's hot. Nothing hotter than getting a haircut. Right. <laughs> um, where they like, this is like an old fashioned, old timey barbershop. Like, Come on down. Yeah. Come on. We'll treat you like I, we'll give you a hot shave, a cold shave. A, yeah. A medium warm. A warm. Shave, oh, a lot of shaving. And then also lukewarm. we're going to give you the old timey racism. We'll have some dudes that are going to do like a little uh, bar- barbershop quartet. Yeah. Give I, the whole experience. You know how like you'll get around dudes that are Yankees fans and they think everyone's a Yankees fan? Yeah. And they think 
everyone knows what you're talk they're talking about and everybody watched the game last night and oh, did you did you judge socks <laughs> and right there's yeah, that yeah. i think they're they're that but with racism like they think everybody everybody talks like this yeah they're in that bubble yeah they're in a bubble is what is what it is uh, my my wife took my kids to the zoo uh, a couple of days ago and um, the zoo now in a little bit of hot water or in a bad situation. Kind of a sad story about the giraffe or one of the giraffes at the Seneca Park Zoo got a growth on its neck, Shane, Ugh. which if you look at a giraffe is 90% of the giraffe, you know, to have a growth there. Not great. It's right under the giraffe's jaw, and they're looking at it, but they're saying that it's concerning, and if it's cancerous, it's really, it's not a good situation. Like, this could be the end of this this giraffe at the Seneca Park Zoo, so. I don't know anything about animals, but, like, they have such long necks. I mean, yeah. can you just take a portion of the neck off, and then it's like, There's more you could take a foot of neck off. Yeah. Shrink Easy. it down a little bit, it's like a shorter giraffe. If you took... A foot of giraffe neck off. Yeah. And then just attach the head to the rest of the neck. You, you could, you, you would, I wouldn't even know. You know what I mean? I would just look and be like, that's a normal giraffe that wasn't cut up at all. God, man, what is going on over at the zoo? Well, they killed a giraffe before. Well, I should say kill. They did. A giraffe died there because didn't it get its big dumb giraffe neck caught in the gate? Yeah. Caught in the gate. At that point, if if I had a dog, which I have a dog, but if my dog was running around my house and then died because it got caught in the automatic garage door as it opened up, mm-hmm. Mark Myra would not be having dogs anymore. I'd be like, you know what? This is not a safe place for dogs. Right? Yeah. The zoo got a giraffe's neck caught in the gate. And they still have giraffes. Well, they're saying it's freak accident. Um, and I don't know. You know my stance on the zoo, Mark. I just, I don't understand it. Like, I, I mean, why do we have a giraffe in Rochester? Makes no sense to me. Well, they, don't live in, they don't live in this climate? It's very, very different climate than, I believe they're from Africa. <laughs> I've never spent a day in Rochester and been like, oh, man, it is like Africa today. Hey, Lily, it's giraffe weather. Weather perfect for a giraffe. Mostly I haven't said that before because if I, as a white honky <laughs> from Penfield, said it's like Africa today, I believe you're, I would get beaten. You're getting Nicosia. I would get, which, honestly, you saying that, you should get beat up too because I don't, nobody knows who those people are. And that sounds like you just use a barbershop Italian's name for African-American people. So, yikes. Yeah, no, I, I, I understand the whole thing, right? Is that these are, that these are animals in captivity, that they wouldn't do well outside of it. So we, we have them here so we can look at them and enjoy their presence and study them and all that. But then they're, they're still mating them like we're having baby giraffes in zoo and they're in these weird little prisons in rochester where they're getting gross on their neck and getting their necks caught in the enclosures and and then to fix it they're just chopping off little pieces of their neck and then bringing their head down to, to, to make a shorter neck how did nobody notice this the growth yeah like how did it take so long like it feels like this is something that should have been caught earlier yeah this is a place where people are regularly looking at, like not only the staff there, but like people are regularly looking at the giraffes. All the time. It's literally all they do there is get looked at. Yeah. By other humans with their eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's re- it's really unfortunate. I'm, it's it's tough. Like I want to say I'm anti-zoo, but also I have season passes. Have season passes. We have se- the kids love seeing the sad animals, the sad trapped animals. Yeah. Yeah. My 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 rule and I and I've said this before and I know it's obnoxious, but I I would say if you're a zoo, the, the most insane what what you should definitely not be doing, which our our zoo unfortunately does is breeding the animals. Like like a puppy mill. Like they're trying to 
They're try they, they talk openly, openly about how they're. Oh, we want to get this lion pregnant, so you can have jail babies. Like, sure. I understand if uh, a, a lion got hurt out in the 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 pride land. <laughs> I don't know everything I know about lions is from. Lion King. That's very if Scar. Very German of you. <laughs> if Scar hurt a lion, sure, bring it to the Rochester Zoo because it's gonna get beaten up by an antelope out there, a herd mm. or a stampede or something. Yep. Um, I get that. It's the number one <laughs> reason why lions get hurt. People think it's poachers. It's stampedes. It's definitely stampedes. It's those themselves. Um, so I understand bringing in the hurt ones and it's like, yeah, it wouldn't survive in the wild. Let's let it live here and then we can study it and whatever. But, but making them poop out babies and then selling it to other zoos or keeping it here as an attraction for our zoo, that seems kind of effed up. Yeah. You know? 100%. And like, I know that they say like, you know, we're, we're helping these animals and they, I'm sure they are and they'd love these animals. I wouldn't say that they aren't, but I, I don't see them as dissimilar to circus like i know the circus was terrible and they were like beating the animals and that's a whole nother level but at the same time it's like you're a business you're trying to be like have some entertainment with your education piece yeah to it and ultimately you're trying to make money off of these animals they're not where they should be which is africa or if you're a penguin <laughs> not here <laughs> Uh, it's just, it's a little odd and, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's ultimately, we're just going to hear this. Is it going to end well? No. We're, we're going to have a Kickstarter for the giraffe. It's going to be, we're going to have some campaigning. We're going to walk 5k for giraffes and then ultimately it's going to be another sad story. Yeah. I mean, it did bring this, I, I, um, what, what's it called? The Mandela effect where you think you remember something yeah. a certain way. But it never was that way or whatever, like something slightly off. I had the Mandela effect about our boy Berkeley Breen at Channel 10. Because I remember distinctly in my mind, I have a, a story. I can see Berkeley Breen's beautiful bulldog face in my mind of him doing a story about a dead elephant. <laughs> I need to stop right there. <laughs> we said that Berkeley Breen is the bulldog of Rochester News because of how... He gets his news stories, his investigative <laughs> prowess. We never called him the bulldog of Rochester News because he looks like a bulldog. His bulldog face. <laughs> Berkeley Breed is the scariest man in Rochester. Oh, I don't he was want an him. People. I don't want him knocking on my door. The dude will camp out at my house to get a, a you know a sound clip from me yeah. for days. You put a real hard C in Nicosia. <laughs> yeah, when you're I was saying that, um, I have the Mandela effect is that I have this idea in my mind of Berkeley Breen doing a story on an elephant that died at the Seneca Park Zoo years back, and how they had to remove that elephant because the whole thing is like elephants are massive things that Pretty should big. be in Africa. Pretty yeah, big. so you can't burn them because. There's not a like. What do you do? You set like 17 bonfires, like. Um. So I I remember his news story about him talking about how they chopped up the elephant, and either fed some parts to the lions and then like chopped it up because it was so big and then got it out of the zoo that way because you can't lift up a massive elephant. Yeah. Can't find that news story everywhere anywhere. I can't find it. Oh no. Did I just imagine bulldog faced Berkeley breed saying this into the TV? And it never happened. Listen, don't stop saying he's got a bulldog. <laughs> Seneca Park Zoo is gonna they're gonna put him in an enclosure yeah, and breed him. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't specifically remember that. Maybe we just had somebody explain to us from the zoo how they get rid of such a big animal. I don't remember. Hey, we were good at radio if we did that. I don't that's know. A, or maybe somebody just effect. called and said that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, that's. Uh, I definitely have seen them feeding. The lions, different pieces of animal. Yeah, I didn't realize nice. that it was a chop shop. I also did like I did do a, a little bit of research back in the day and did find out like within the last ten years, ninety animals have died. Like ninety non-insect animals at at the Pacific Park Zoo have died. Yeah, ninety. And like, like, look, some of them are like they had the oldest hyena in the world. Yeah, that bitch is gonna die. I get that. 
But I didn't just, even know we had 90 animals. Oh, yeah. Total. Yeah, yeah I mean, like. Anytime I go, it's like empty enclosures and they're always like well oh the wolf's taking a little cat nap <laughs> cat nap <laughs> yeah 90 of them have died that's why they're all empty you know so yeah it's, it, i i want the zoo to be better you know that's all i just want a my ideal zoo is indigenous creatures of rochester that all have limps and they you know they wouldn't survive outside of it i don't want uh, like i just i it doesn't make sense in my brain to be looking at a polar bear mm-hmm. in Rochester. Did you know that I'm stretching now? Like I wake up every morning. Oh, I thought you meant on the show. That, I was like, yeah, it feels like it. <laughs> Is that the most elderly thing? <laughs> yeah, Tomsky. Yeah, that feels like a stretch, bud. Is that the most elderly thing? Like I wake up every morning and I'm going like I'm in pain. And so I stretch. I do like... I stretch. No, you should you be. Know? You should be stretching. You should be working on your balance. Those are the first things to let go. That's yeah. how that's how you that's how these old people die. They lose I, their I, balance. I, they fall down, can't get up. Not limber enough. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been waking up and just like I tried to get into a split position. It wouldn't even Okay, that's a bit much. No, no, no but not like I'm not like jumping are off. Are you Jean Claude Van Damme? <laughs> I'm just I'm just sitting on my butt and opening my legs. You know what I mean? Just trying to open uh, my legs. It it wouldn't even look like a V. I can barely open my legs up. Okay. I'm just saying I'm in rough shape. That's all. It just feels elderly. You know, it feels el- elderly to have to like stretch. No, stretch. You, you should be stretching. I mean, Wegmans, it's so important that Wegmans built it into their employees' daily life. Yeah, and their Muzak. Yeah. You know, the stretch breaks. We still do micro stretch breaks? I hear it. Okay. I hear, but they're running out of employees. They got all the self-checkout now. Well, because they got so limber. Yeah. They, they, s- they slithered out, you know? <laughs> yeah, they became snakes. <laughs> they slithered out of there. Just to bring up the Target and Chile, because just bringing out the self-checkout stuff. Have you been to a Target and done the self-checkout situation there? That's the only thing I'll do at Target, yeah. Why is... Dude, does yours... I know you're not in Chile. You're in Penfield, Parrington? I don't know where, where the yeah. hell you live. Is there a bright light flashing in your face? I don't think so. There's a camera and it shows your face. Like there's a screen and it shows that. Like just so they go, like we're taping you. Don't steal anything. But in Chile, it flashes bright lights in your face the entire time. Yeah. Or is it just because I'm a little darker than you? That's like a warning system they trigger. I think that's just a West Side thing. They know. They know us. Well, yeah. And they just need to keep your attention. They know you guys. Got a little, a little lower IQ over there. <laughs> a little touch of the ADD. Hey, remember what you're doing here. Yeah. The work that we're supposed to play employees for. They're not like nervous you guys are going to steal. It's just like you just get distracted and you'll start walking out that's, and stuff. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Shane, this is kind of close to where we used to work, that um, that hotel on State Street, State and Main. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Is it the Rochester Plaza Hotel? It used to be the Holiday Inn. And I believe it's the Rochester Plaza Hotel. Was it a Radisson at some point? No, the Radisson. This is a different one? Different one. This okay. is a different one. This is the one, our old building, it's right there. Okay. Next to it. Um, they We've taken in around 77 immigrants from New York City, and they're being housed in that hotel. Here's um, Adam Bello talking about about the whole situation. To that end, I've had conversations with both Congressman Morelli and the New York State Association of Counties about how best we can all work together to advocate for streamlining the work visa process to also include a work requirement in the asylum application process. That seems to be the big problem with this story, Shane, is we brought immigrants and families here and they're in a hotel, which I guess, again, is just what we do. Here, here in this city is just put people that need help in hotels and motels. Um, but I guess federally, they're not allowed to work. At least for like a few months. They are not allowed to work. They're not allowed to work. Not allowed to get jobs. Okay. And so they're just kind of there. And they have no means of income. I'm assuming we're help, we're giving them like pop tarts and stuff. I mean, we're putting them up th- in a hotel. I th- yeah, I thought with these people specifically, like New York City was paying their yes living expenses. Yeah, yeah, but but still, it does. It's still the fact that like people are just like you're bringing them in, 
and then you're not letting them work at all. Like if they want to work, like let's say somebody's just like, I'd li- I'd like to work. I'd like to do something with my day. Sure. And then we're we're going. No, you're you're here. You're stuck. You're trapped in this the crappiest hotel downtown. Hey, hey, hey. hey. It's the crappiest hotel downtown. Hey, hey, hey. Wait, what? What? Do you own that hotel? I got a tattoo there. <laughs> okay. Don't disparage the place. I've worked many a wedding there as a DJ. Yeah. I got a tattoo there. <laughs> the best place to get a tattoo, honestly. I haven't been in one of the rooms, but uh, it seems like they got a lot of openings for people's. And my my other problem is, so, I mean, we're doing this under the guys that we're helping the, the, the people that are coming in, the immigrants, right? All the kids that are coming through, we're sticking them in the city school district. Okay, the, you can't work, but you can go to school. You can go to school. Okay. The kids can go to school. You can't work. Yeah. Just nice, like, hodgepodge of roles Makes mixed sense. together. You know, Frankenstein together. But why are we sending them to the worst school district, too? You can't send the immigrants to, like, Pittsburgh? Like, the nice, nicer school districts where, like, we have trouble teaching the city. Well, they're living in the city. Right. Don't let, so so put, go them to city so, school. put them somewhere else. Put them, put them in a motel in Pittsburgh. Do you? This town would explode. <laughs> I know. What are you pitching right now? Do you understand that this Rochester would light on fire if we were busing in people from New York City so they could live and not work, they could, <laughs> and then they just go to the best school district? Yeah. Okay. Guess what? I'm an immigrant now. <laughs> that sounds great, Mark. I'm just saying. Why <laughs> Why can't we just put them in the best school district? I, yeah. Why can't you? I don't know. Because of people would destroy us? I'm just saying we're putting them in the worst school district. We're not letting them work. We're putting them in a freaking hotel that Shane got a tramp stamp at. All right? I feel like we're not setting these people up for success. That's all. Well, this is a Drake idea of uh, America, right? You start at the bottom, and now you're and here, then you, and then you then you're here. Oh, we're just you're just here. Yeah, it. Yeah, he never says if it's a step up. Well, he's he like, did. We start, yeah, he, we started at the bottom, and now we're just. It's implied that he's stepped. Oh, okay, up, that was a sideways <laughs> no, step. It's not like, yeah, uh, that's a different song. I guess I never listened to do it that way. <laughs> I started at the bottom. Now uh, I'm just like, yeah. yeah, I guess I'm. I'm here. just draking around. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. All right, so there's the, there it is. The top five stories of the week. Uh, for this week in rock, presented by the Inner Loop blog. Um, I, I just want to say we the, educated you. Yeah, right. And to the immigrants, they're not welcome. Welcome, immigrants. Welcome. You're not working, so you're probably listening to the show. Mm-hmm. We appreciate that. Yeah. Good luck in uh, you know it whatever eventually getting a job. <laughs> maybe the point. Maybe not, but really just enjoy downtown. We're, the- we're a lovely tourist area. To the Nicosias, thanks for listening. But please don't tell people you listen to this. There's no way they're listening. They have to. They have to. It's court ordered. In the drive-thru at KFC? Yeah. They're turning us down right now real quick. Yeah. Just in their bucket order. Because it's a. It's just a quick meal. It's a, I mean, it's nothing racist There's about nothing it. There's nothing racist about it. They eat there all the time. Remember, guys, check out Rock Cinema on Fridays for the open mic, 8, 830. Show up, get some drinks, get some food. Last Friday of every month, we do the showcase. Shane's going to be hosting that bad boy, so you get to see Shane, hang out with him, maybe try some comedy. Maybe just show up and enjoy some comedy and then get your tickets for the Rochester Conspiracies live podcast. We're doing one on Thursday, September 14th, and then another on Wednesday, September 20th at the Muck for the Rochester Fringe Festival. Check it out and get your tickets at rochesterfringe.com.